So you're saying to yourself, yo, sir, dude, I wanted to see Kevin Smith in Halifax, Nova Scotia, but the motherfucker sold out. Well, after I shed a tear for you, I highly recommend bookmarking csmod.com. That's the place on the worldwide interwebs to see all upcoming Smodco shows, updated with linky links to Tiki Tickets. Say it with me, baby. csmod.com. Nice. Ooh, I just got a little hard there. So, you're saying, yo, sir, dude, I love sir, and I want to show the world. Wear your sir love with our official t-shirts, biatch. Fishies have no eyes. Let us fuck. Jay and Silent Bob get old. The Garmy. There's also posters, action figures. There's so many to choose from. Grab your smirch at smodcast.com. Scroll down and click on merchandise. With clever meme, with funny tweet, I'll never leave my office seat. Those who think they know what's right... Listen on Sundays to NetHeads, all right? You've got to throw some cold water on the situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. This is NetHeads. With Will Wilkins. And Frank Lundsaker. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome. Another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. And my name is Trent. And you're listening to us on Smodcast Internet Radio. Probably at Smodcast.com or Stitcher Radio. Or maybe just on your portable device as a podcast after the fact. I don't know. It's true. We don't know. I, there's, I can't there's no be way expected of knowing. to track all of these details. It's just <laughs> too much. We don't have the technology to do it. No, we don't. Uh, if you want to take part in the program with us, you can. Uh, Trent, tell them how they can do that. It's pretty simple. Uh, get on Twitter and do the pound sign that the kids are calling hashtag, and then just type in NetHeads, all one word. Now, pound sign, isn't that also like that number symbol? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, like tic-tac-toe. Oh, you're gonna play, you're gonna play a t- game of tic-tac-toe. That technology is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing you can do if you have a telephone and you want to go that way and you're listening to us live, uh, you can call one of two numbers. Uh, and if anybody wants to play the number game where you assign a telephone number a uh, name using the letters that the numbers consist of, it's 925-238-9020 or 866-610-9455. Uh, but so uh, if you want to tweet that out, Trent, because I'm, I'm busy trying to update our uh, the display on smodcast.com so it shows us sure. and not the listening sure. URL. Again, that number, the regular number, if you guys want to play the uh, find a name for it game, 925-238-9020. Unfortunately, those zeros kind of get in the way. Yeah, because there's no there's no word numbers, words well, you can do with the zero. Yeah, and the, the O is part of the keypad. The thing, right. O is six. So yeah. even though we hit zero for operator, so that, you know, we could call them O's if we want. I don't know. But they, there's, there's zeros. I mean, the box in the uh, cereal aisle doesn't say cheery, cheery zeros. It says cheery No, they're O's. cheery O's because yeah. they're, they're like X's and O's, not X's and zeros. I'm confused now. What? It's just, you know, words versus letters and stuff. Is this a battle I'm not aware of in the comics? Words versus letters? It should be. I think so. That'd be a great comic. 
That'll be in, uh, what is that, Police? No, what the one that's written Axe by... Axe Cop. Thank you very much. Uh, anyway, Trent, how the heck you been? It's been a week. Um, it's, it, yeah, you know, just one of those, the school starts tomorrow, so it's that Sunday doldrum of just like, ah, uh, fuck my life. Oh, this is the Sunday of hate for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I went through that uh, on Monday of last week because I was, you know, on vacation, and then, lo and behold... Tuesday, I was having to return to work. Yeah. So I got actually while we were doing the show, I was uh, that's where the bitter started, which is probably why I was so mean to you uh, unnecessarily. <laughs> and and you know oh, you just, were I, I didn't notice right, and it just further escalated throughout the uh, you know the the next twenty four hours. So so that by the time you got to work, you were just foaming at the mouth. Not really, just you know, not. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I just, I do my job and I'm happy they pay me. But, you know, who wants sure. to, who wants to, when you can sit around and play Xbox all day. By the way, Ugh. speaking of which, uh, should we follow up on that now? Yeah. How's it going for you? Yeah. If uh, you listened to the, to the, um, show last week, then you're well aware of the fact that there was a, a screen issue, a cable issue, something going on with my television and my Xbox. Right. And I'm sure, uh, many of you, uh, enjoyed the 45 to 50 minute conversation that entailed. <laughs> and <laughs> I, it turns out I, I had a bit, uh, like I said, I was, I was going to troubleshoot right after the show, which I did. And I, I don't know. I just had a breath of inspiration because, you know, and I think if you look right after the show on the, uh, Nethead WW Twitter feed, which is me. So I guess I should just say my Twitter feed instead of sounding like a dork. <laughs> we have a few of them though. A few dorks? I'm, uh, I, I, well, I, I hope you have one dork, but a few Twitter handles. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, hashtag NetHeads if you want to join in, or uh, 925 238 9020. Or uh, you can also Skype NetHeads on air. Yeah. All one word, NetHeads on air. So it looks more like NetHeads Sun Air, really. But, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, where was I going? Oh, the television. So I, I started tweeting as I was troubleshooting. And so I brought down a, a monitor and I hooked it up. And it worked fine. It was showing up. I'm like, well, that's just frustrating. So then um, I, I didn't swap out any cables. I was still working in the existing system one last time, you know, HDMI to the surround sound processor into the television. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? I can hear it, but I can't see it. On a whim, I went into the video settings, and one of the things I saw was video mute. Which, you know, if you, ah. if you have a TV, if you're going to get a bad signal, it'll just throw up blue. So it won't show you a crappy picture. It'll show you nothing. Just not right. I turned the video mute off, and lo and behold, guess what? There, it's just right there, crystal clear. Yeah, because, no, it wasn't crystal clear. It couldn't, it couldn't, because it couldn't auto sense, it was going with like 1024 by 768 as a setting. Oh. That it was trying to put out, and the TV's like, I don't know what that is. You're crazy. Blue. So yeah, exactly. So that that quickly and easily resolved the situation. And you've been gaming nonstop. No, actually not true. Although the Monday, um, in order to get over the bitterness of going back to work, I pissed away more of my money by getting the Connect. Oh, with, with, with you, go ahead. You like it? I you know I do. But here's the thing: my daughter and I were playing. One of the things we bought was the Wipeout Season Two. So if you've ever like seen the, the TV show, exactly, it's based on okay. the TV show. So you know, special right. movements, you got to run, you got to jump, you got to make your character stop, run back, all that jazz. 
Mm-hmm. The only thing is, I don't know, and we calibrated my Connect, but the controls are a little confusing during one of the, after the qualifying round, there are these two rounds where they abuse you to further eliminate contestants in the real game. And so they carry these on in the, in the other one. One of them, you're just jumping and ducking, and we don't have a problem there. But the last one, you have to run, jump, you know, avoid all these things. And it just, it, when it's the two of us, it, the connect just doesn't seem to get it right. It's not registering the jumps and, and I think I pulled something earlier. <laughs> uh oh. Really? Cause I was really trying to get to acknowledge the fact that I was jumping, and it didn't. So <laughs> now I've already got pain in my abs, damn it. Um, I was gonna say, and it's not a matter of not having enough room. Like you're too close to the device or anything, because I mean, you set it up in your in your TV room. You've got plenty of room. Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of space there. So I don't know. I honestly have no idea what the. I mean, other than the fact that maybe it's just, you know, not exactly a high caliber game. Sure, sure. But another one that we were really enjoying was the, uh, and this is old too, but it's the Disneyland Adventures. Which is really cool because you're walking around in a virtual version of the park. So if you're a fan of Disneyland like oh. I am, you know, amongst all these other, ma- you know, it does some magical things. Like uh, one of the things you have to find uh, Donald Duck's hat on the Matterhorn. But naturally, okay. when you go there, it's not, you know, just plaster and stucco and paint. It's somehow mystically and magically now a winter wonderland that has a bunch of Yetis throwing crap at you. So so since I've never been to Disneyland, if I play this game and then go to Disneyland, I'm going to be sorely disappointed that it that it's not as magical as I had anticipated. That's true, yeah. Yeah, and okay. you're going to and you're going to be upset that the characters don't actually talk to you. You know, when you see Mickey Mouse all he does is wave. <laughs> he can't actually and, speak and cover his mouth like he's laughing. Yeah, exactly. He's pan- <laughs> why is he pantomiming in the game he can talk? I don't get it. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so that one's been fun, and I think that's really all we've delved. Oh, and Just Dance three I got for my daughter, which she played and loves it. I'm sure. Yeah, nobody, nobody else wants it. Nobody really wants to get in front of that Just Dance three and look like an idiot. But you, but I mean, come on, to be a good dad, will you haven't, uh, you know, just uh, put on the the old headband and the the leg warmers and got up and uh, did a little dance? No, 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 no. At this I mean, time, it's... I did not, not yet. Although most people come in under my gamer tag, which is why, like, Von Cleef is saying, seeing Silver Lurker 99 is playing Just Dance 3 makes me laugh. Trent style. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I would like to see that. Yeah. Not going to happen, buddy. Not going to happen at all. No. All right. Okay, okay, maybe. Oh, and that's the other thing that's not really cool about some of these Connect games, by the way. You know, these little stealth snapshots you like taking mid-game and then displaying after we finish a level? That's just All right. mean. That's just cruel. That's can you post cool. those on Facebook? No, but you can put them to connect share if you wanted. Whatever that is. But anyway, <laughs> enough about Xbox. We Last week, you almost think Microsoft was a sponsor. Which, if you're listening, Microsoft. Microsoft. Well, <clears> if you want them to sponsor, first of all, you got to get the name right. Micro Sleuth. I we should probably stop talking about Steve Jobs then, too. You know, I also don't understand what... Uh, never mind, I don't want to get... Microsoft it just seems like the worst company name imaginable. Yeah. Well, they must be doing something, right? Yeah. Well, obviously. <laughs> As I'm surrounded by one, two, three, four, five machines all running the platform. Right. <laughs> of one version or another, and you're sitting on your antiquated... Now, hey, Trent, speaking of which, yes. technology... Yes. Explain... Here's the thing. Trent and I are doing this live. It's a live show. We have people listening. It's wonderful. 
There are two things that need to happen. Trent needs to speak in order for me to get caught up on what's going on on Twitter, but that means I'm not hearing Trent. But there's another thing, too. We're also doing this on my Sunday night, or late Sunday night for some people, and I didn't get to have dinner yet. So what I'm doing is I'm trying to do a handoff here to Trent to say oh, right. for Trent to really speak so I can shovel just obscene amounts of food in my mouth as fast as possible. <laughs> and and the reason why I'm explaining this to you all now is because I'm too lazy to type and try oh, see, and Skype him that. And every time I've told him, like, stretch and talk on Skype, he's just like, oh, here's a sentence. And, oh, I'm supposed to do more? Okay. <laughs> right. I'm well, just I, kidding. And by the way, I'm, I'm in no way digging on Trent for that. We're doing a show. You can't always look at all this stuff. And, uh, you know, usually if he sends me a message like, I've got to pee, I don't see it until after the show. So. And I've peed in my jar at, by that point. There you go. Because, you know, it's just not a good live show unless you have a piss jug. <laughs> so, Trent, technology. You've got new technology coming into your life. What's going on? Explain to us your adventure. What's happened? Go. Okay. So, right now, I'm running. I'm going to look over here. An HP Pavilion A1600 purchased in 2005. And God bless her. She's been a little trooper, you know. But uh, it's, uh, you know, it's time to upgrade. I uh, also just purchased a new Canon T3i um, for a lot of, you know, video shooting that I do. And uh, oh, whoa, 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 guy a here. What's a, what's a Canon T3i? The, uh, so it's, it's kind of the, the mid-level um, DSLR camera from Canon. But does it also shoot video? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm with you. Which is which is the main reason why I got it is is more so for video than for you know than for the uh, the pictures because you know wait, a picture is worth a thousand words and a video is worth even more because <laughs> you have to and, have a and, life and, of, with things in it to take pictures of whereas you can shoot video about anything right and, and I want some high quality stickum stuff for when I'm on stickum with you know never mind chat roulette as well uh. So I've been looking for something that is a screaming fast computer because when it comes to when you're dealing with video, it really does use a lot of memory. Um, and obviously everyone's always like, Oh, if you're doing video, you gotta, you got, you gotta get yourself an apple. You, you know, you, if you want it to do it right, you gotta get yourself an apple. Um, I, I, I didn't have that kind of money and I'll get into an interesting comparison here in a second, but I do have an in with, um, HP. And so uh, I had also some help from Router Ninja help me go through and pick out some some things because I also want to get into the uh, the old Republic, and uh, I know there's been a lot of netheads that want to get wait, into wait, a hold deal. On. I'm, what the Czech old Republic? I don't understand. <laughs> Star Wars, S W T O R. If you've seen it, hashtagged on Twitter. That is Star Wars: The Old Republic. It's their new MMO. Um, and from what I've been told, I'm I sorry, haven't. Did I mean, you just say mom? MMO. Oh, I'm sorry. What's that? <laughs> now, it's you, a, Trent, uh, you got to understand, this may be the first show somebody listens to, and they may not be a hardcore gaming geek. Sure. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. So you can't yeah. just throw out MMO. You got to say it's a massive multiplayer online game or MMO for short. Continue. I've only gotten one bite of meatloaf. Go. Man, you are a cho, cho slewer. Um, you know, one of the things I was thinking about midway through my broccoli, which is gone now, how cruel would it have been when I told it to stretch so I can eat? And then I just like left. <laughs> and Trent's just trying to stretch the whole time. So yeah, the computer, it's got LEDs and uh, yeah. 
Will, where'd you go? And, uh, it's it's got some screws that you can undo and vacuum out the inside. We're still broadcasting, uh, right? Are we we're uh, still on the broadcast? Hello. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. So you want to get into Star Wars: The Old Republic? Yeah, because I've got a lot of friends on there, and I, I dabbled in World of Warcraft enough to know that it could have done me some damage. But I love Star Wars so much that, that you know what? Screw it. You know, pushing thirty. Haven't got a whole lot going on, and I am stoked to play video games. Compounded by the fact that I uh, went and rewatched the Guild, and that got me even more excited to get a Guild together. Ah. Uh, so netheads, let's let's be looking for a good guild name, you know, something like uh, the Knights of Good or something, something awesome. <laughs> I think that one's taken. Um, now the, the interesting thing for me about this now, how long has the Old Republic been out? Mm. Beta started back in October of this year. Yeah, because I swear to uh, God, World of Warcraft was in beta for like a year and a half, maybe two. Right. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, it's push that out. Yeah, it's out, man. And I may be wrong on that. I'm sure that Adam Wells could tell us exactly when it came out. Oh, you're gonna get um, smacked down hardcore on Twitter in a minute. I'm sure. Um, I just haven't, I haven't seen him in the Twitter feed, so I don't. I don't think he's listening live tonight. Yeah, the interesting thing about this for me is I know uh, back in the day when I was addicted to EverQuest, I was uh, one of the things that came out. Sony Online Entertainment, of course, they were like the only real player in the MMO game, right? With, with any monicum of success. And so LucasArts went to them to come out with Star Wars Galaxies. which Right, just, which was the first stab. Which failed miserably. Mm. Right. So, you know, it, I'm assuming this is like the second attempt. Well, yeah, and they did, and Bioware did it, um, who also did the development for the, the Xbox, um, Force Unleashed and uh, Force, Force Unleashed. That's a hard to say. I don't care if you've been drinking or not. Force Unleashed? The Force uh, Unleashed. Two. Um, anyway, hell with it. F it. Uh, so you want to hear guys, what I'm leaving. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. Um, so here's, here's what I ended up getting. Will. Okay. Hit me. It's, it's an HP. Um, I'm running, uh, AMD eight core processor. Ooh, eight core. Yeah. Eight core, uh, I'm, 16 I'm, gigs of Ram. Oh, 16. So you're definitely going to be running a 64 bit operating system. Yes. Yep. Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah. Look at that. See, I know something. Well done, well done. Uh, just going with with one terabyte hard drive because I figure you know you can get an external hard drive. Um, even though there's kind of a shortage of them right now with the the uh, earthquake and tsunami in Thailand. Oh God, man it 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 affects every level of everything right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, we, but I figure you know give me give me a, a you know in a year I can deal with that you know if I need more space. Over the terabyte. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, of, that's the catch-22, because like right now you think, well, I'm not going to fill up a terabyte, but exactly. as technology improves and standards increase, developers find ways to eat up all that space. Sure. Especially with the HD video, it, it just, man, you lose it quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously, you know, uh, with the, the um, graphics card that I've got, uh, which is the, uh, the um, hell, I don't even... Remember what it's called? Can't you just generically come on, come on, man. Just the Radian six eight sixty eight fifty. I needed the six hundred uh, watt power supply. Aha! Uh-huh. So uh, also they gave me a free upgrade to a Blu-ray player, which was nice of them. Um, well, that was mighty here, generous. Here's what I'm really excited for. This is the only computer HP offers that the sound card is a Beats Audio integrated 
studio quality sound card. Are you kidding me? And I am really excited about that. Yeah. That that was actually the catalyst as, as to why I picked this specific computer. That's going to be great. You're going to get that, and you, the first thing you're going to do in our first show together, you're going to be like, damn, well, you sound like crap. <laughs> like, Will, what, what's that scratchiness in your voice? Why? It's just my voice, Trent. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Um, and then the cool thing was, uh, for $216, I picked up two... Uh, 1080 HD 23 inch LED monitors. Damn, boy. Yeah. So, uh, out the door with taxes and everything, I ended up, uh, spending, uh, just like a barely over $1,700. Okay. Okay. That sounds, uh, pretty good. Well, I mean, and, and thank the government for giving me a loan so I can go to school and play video games. I appreciate that. Are you Um, saying you're using your student loan to buy a computer? That's exactly what I'm saying. Hmm. Are you supposed to do that? It's, it's, it's I need it for school. I'm a, it's an I online take on the courses. Yeah. An online coursework. Yeah, I'll write it off in my taxes. By comparison, if you get on the Apple Store and you go to, you know, the the Mac Pros and basically you can only select whether you want a server, a 12 core, an 8 core or a quad core um processor in your computer. That's the only selection you can have. Mhm. Uh if I were to do that, um, the, the closest by comparison, which is still only with six gigs of RAM, uh, and, a you know, two quad cores mm-hmm. for the, for what they deem an eight core would cost me $3,500. Oh, wow. That's so I'm much. happy. And, and for all those people that are like, oh, you get a Mac, you know, you, you, you know, I could buy two of these for the price of an inferior Mac. Well, I wouldn't say inferior because here's the thing. Okay, if we're going just if we're just to go in numbers, straight speed. Right, but the question is the longevity of the PC versus the Mac. Now, traditionally, even though Mac hardware is more expensive, um, especially of late, the uh, more recent models, you get more uh, longevity for your computer. So, in other words, uh, you know, you're not like case in point, Windows Seven. Right. When they came out with Windows Seven, it was a major improvement or upgrade or whatever you want to call it. But not all the hardware, not all the old hardware was compatible. Right. In a in an Apple machine, a Mac, you're going to get, you know, like the operating system will last several machine generations. Sorry, I'm choking on potato. Um, I'm such a pro. <laughs> Trying to talk choking on potato. Never mind. Uh, but anyway, so but uh, granted, $3,500 is a harsh pill to swallow. I mean, that's yeah. the reason why I'm able to have five computers in my studio. Exactly. It's because right. they're affordable. Yep. I mean, hell, uh, right now, we actually broadcast out through one of them. Uh, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's not a netbook. It's a, what do they call that? A net top. So it's a, it's a tiny little small thing. <laughs> a net top. Yeah, that's what we call it. It's a net top. Isn't that what they call it? No. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, just it's a, it's a Because it's not a desk. It's a desktop computer. It's a netbook. It's the netbook guts without a screen that you have to hook an external monitor up to is basically oh, what it okay. is. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's a very little footprint. Very versatile. That's what we stream out through. So, But yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. And and Mac lovers are always going to say, well, you got to go Mac. You can't You can't not go Mac. Uh, but really, you gotta have high disposable income to adhere to that passion. Right. And that's the only way to put it. I mean, 
let's put it this way, okay? A PC is going to be a girl that you can take home at, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no questions. A Mac is a girl that you've got to, you know, buy a nice dinner for. You're going to be looking at three or four weeks of dating before you even get a kiss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. You see where I'm going with this, right? I, I think I know, but, it, you know, it's been like a year since I went on a date, so. There you uh, go. <laughs> so that sounds like it. Now, of all of these things, is it the video or the video game that you're really upgrading for? That's what I want to know. Uh, I, it's been something that I've wanted to do for quite a while, um, video-wise. It just so happened that, you know, the Old Republic was coming out at the same time, and my student loan came. So it's. I, I would like to think the universe has sent this to me. <laughs> because you enlisted. The secret. Thank you very much. That's a callback, my friend. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, I'm 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 envious, sir. It's, I'm happy for you. When will it arrive? Um, so it, it will be finished, being built on the 16th, so a week from tomorrow, and then ships out uh, the 17th. So hopefully by the episode that we do on the 22nd, I will be uh, logged in. I have a mouthful of potato right now. Talk. <laughs> What kind of potatoes are they, Will? I mean, are you are you doing just a, a classic agra potato? Or are you doing some, uh, you know, the baby reds with some uh, some garlic on top? Or, or maybe even just a classic mashed? It's a it's a russet potato that I did a very quick makeshift uh, twice bake on. Because oh, okay. we were very pressed for time. Yep. Like my okay. iPhone still has a mash or it has potato smeared on it from when I t- sent you a text saying, almost there. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny that you mention a russet as well. Uh, I recruited for a university here for a while, and there was a, uh, there is still, um, I think it's Rupert, Idaho, their high school mascot. I shit you not, the russets. Wow. The, the Rupert russets. So is the battle cry ghost buds? <laughs> it probably. I mean, it's Idaho. That's that's, that's what they're known for. Well, Potatoes and, and and hating uh, you know anything that's not white. I, I love. <laughs> sorry, I love that you're hating on them for having a mascot that's a potato. What's your team name? The Aggies. Okay. You guys couldn't even hammer it down to one thing. It's like ah, we're agriculturists. Go. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's it. What's the battle cry of the Aggies? Um, go Aggies. Go, go Aggies. Go ahead, continue to diss the potatoes, sir. That's very good. (laughs) All right, I'm sure everybody is happy to know I have had my fill. I'm I'm content. Now I'm ready for a nap. So good night, everybody. I I was gonna say, are are you gonna be able to make it through the rest, or are we gonna need a potty break midway through? Oh no, I just uh, I'm ready to go to bed now. Ready for a nap? Okay, yeah, you know, we're just gonna turn in. Um. Also, uh, one other update, tech wise, for me. Um. Do I sound any better uh, this this week than I did last? Um, well, we haven't had I mean, a dropped call yet. No, no, you haven't had any uh digital hiccups. You don't sound <laughs> like you're at the end of a hall. You haven't downgraded down to the sound of an AM radio. So you sound pretty good. Yeah, just I, you know, I I changed internet providers. So uh hopefully that won't ever happen again. Okay, well, but okay, let's be honest. Again, are you upgrading the internet for the show? Or are you upgrading it for the gaming? You know, Will, I'd like to think that the universe aligns at times when <laughs> when you really need it to align. And I'd like to think the Internet 
is affected by the universe, you know? It's the gaming. Hey, speak. So it's the gaming. It's <laughs> yeah, the oh, gaming. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't blame you. It's not like this is a pain gig. Uh, so uh, one of the things I want to actually, we got a lot of catching up to do. Okay. I don't know about you. I feel like I've been catching some shit on the Twitter feed because uh, the Doctor Who Christmas special came and went. And we never talked about it. Correct. And also last week, I never talked about one of the cool gifts that I got for Christmas was the uh, TARDIS USB hub. Oh. Which, hold on. Let me move the microphone closer to it. This is what happens when you plug something in. Oh, I muted it. Hold on. <laughs> well, I was plugging something in early in the morning. I didn't want to you know, wake up. But there we go. Let me do it again. Do it. And it lights up, so it makes the TARDIS noise. Yeah, it's like the the powering up breathing noise that it does. Yeah, but my daughter lives in the or sleeps in the next room, so if you know I'm plugging something in early in the morning, grabbing a file before I go, that's not good. How loud is it? Pretty darn loud. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the it's waking was, up a sleeping child. <laughs> the way you heard it, it was uh, two feet away from the microphone, so that that ought to let you know. And, and plus, that's a, it's not a it's not a quiet non awkward noise. You know what I mean? No, God, that would scare the shit out of me if I heard that, you know, midnight. Yeah, exactly. So there's that. And uh, but anyway, so the Christmas special came and went. And really, that's kind of my perception about it. I don't mean to, to crush any other uh, uh, Whovians about it. I mean, it had some really awesome parts. But last year's Christmas special was just so much better than this year's. Really? It was so, it was so much. Yeah, I just it was this one was OK. I enjoyed it. But, you know. It wasn't, it wasn't great. It was like, it was like a nice bowl of soup. You know, it warms you up and it gives you that feel you've eaten, but it's not quite a full meal. Right. It's, it's almost like, you know, it, it leaves you wanting more or maybe something different at that point. Yeah. Um, speaking of Doctor Who, I just finished, um, I'm in what series two episode. I don't remember, but it's the girl in the fireplace. Oh, there you go. Written by Stephen Moffat. Fantastic. This is, this is one of, in fact, I would say this is my second favorite Doctor Who so far, um, since, uh, oh, what was the one? Oh, Router Ninja just referenced it. I don't know. What's, oh, I'm trying to look back here now. My mind totally just went blank. Empty Child, is that what it's called? Yeah, there you go. Hold on a second. Yeah. Because believe it or not, we got a phone call. It's Nick Van Cleef. Yeah. Hello. What's yeah. up, Von Cleef? What do you got for us, man? Well, I just, uh, I gotta tell you, it's, um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't really, I thought it was probably just a little bit better than, uh, the waters of Mars. <laughs> just a little. Which, by the way, is a great reference since to date, before he started his viewing, that's the only one that Trent had seen. Yeah, uh, exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, it, it was better than Christmas Invasion, but uh, I don't know. I think the problem is Moffat early on in his run set the bar so high and knowing that this was the last who we were going to get for several months, it was just kind of a letdown. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I think there was a lot of stuff. He had a lot of stuff going on as well, just with the whole... um. Uh, he was doing the Sherlock. He was doing the Doctor Who, and he was also working on uh, the Adventures of Tintin. He was a writer for that too. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just wondering if he is honestly with everything that's going on. I'm just wondering if he has got too much on his plate. 
because well, I would I would think so too if the Sherlock wasn't so good. If the Sherlock what? If the Sherlock episode that just came wasn't so good. Oh, okay. Well, and the, was, and yeah. I I haven't had a chance to watch this week's yet. I did watch the first one last week, which I thought actually was really good. It was a really yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. It was a really it was a really great tale, and unlike your standard you know, uh, murder mystery type thing. I mean, it spanned a massive amount of time. Yeah. And they yeah. even, and uh, that, uh, Trent, I don't know, you haven't watched any of Sherlock yet, have you? No, I haven't, no. Yeah, well, like I said, the third season ended on, or the f- third episode ended on a cliffhanger, and this one actually came back, and, and it, it wrapped it up kind of in a way that I liked, somewhat. Well, I mean, when you put yourself in a, it's kind of like the, uh, it was the season finale of Doctor Who where, you know, he was supposed to die, but you knew he was supposed to come back for, so he kind of, he wrote himself in a corner at the start, but it worked out in the end. Like the rest of the episode was just great. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhat. Cause now you're talking <laughs> about this past season, season finale. Anyway, uh, so with Sherlock though, I mean, the story was told really well. The only problem that I had with it is with that much time transpiring, because I told you already before, uh, Trent, I don't know if you picked up on this last week, but you know, that episode ended with the reveal that, you know, this person that's been running Sherlock through all of these, uh, challenges is Moriarty. Jim Moriarty, I think is his name. Seems a little too casual, but that's just me. And, <laughs> um, not James. Yeah. So anyway, so he reveals himself and there's this whole, you know, big showdown. There's snipers and explosives and what's going to happen. And it, you know, in the end, well, it, it resolves the way it resolves. But needless to say, all parties walked away. And I just find it hard to believe that somebody like Sherlock, this character that we're seeing in the show, would just be casually letting and not trying to hunt down this Moriarty after this. Don't I mean, what do you think, Von Cleef? Don't you think that's a little off? Well... Yeah, <clears throat> one that is a bit off, but it's almost as if there is a um, a Batman-Joker type situation, if you will, where Sherlock needs Moriarty just because it gives him the, um, oh, what would the word be, the excitement that he craves. You know, when there's not a big case going on, he's very bored, he's shooting up his office and stuff like that. So, you know, it's kind of, he almost needs Moriarty in order to be uh, satisfied with his life. Yeah, well, and and Trent, that's one thing you'll see when you see the episode, too. Moriarty kind of reveals himself as kind of like a super criminal for hire, if you will. You know, he can, oh, okay. he can, whatever situation you've got, he's got a way to figure it out. Or he brings these things to other people, that kind of thing. Well, he's like the anti Sherlock. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, and that's one of those things where I don't, I don't think it goes that deep right now that, you know, you have to have one to have the other. But, you know, I, I really do think that it kind of, uh, how do you say this? The fact that one exists does help perpetuate the stories for the other. Because when it all comes down to it, you may not even know that Moriarty's involved, but he could be involved in the things that happen. You know what I'm saying? Am I the only one here? Hello? Yeah, I'm oh, here. I'm okay. Uh, <laughs> I also found like uh, as soon as they revealed Mori- uh, Moriarty, I just found like what in, in the pool scene is kind of. I don't, I really don't like his voice. Oh yeah, that's another like big that. problem. It's like, it's like oh my god! Like I know you're supposed to, you're a maniacal villain. You're doing all this crazy stuff, but that voice is just throwing me off. Yeah, it's a little distracting. It's a little weird. 
Kind of yeah. like how, uh, oh, where did I have a big problem with a, a, the voice of a character? I had a big problem when I was watching Smallville, and the guy, he's a, I think he's an English actor, um, but he originally played this, uh, one of the people on Dead Like Me, and then he, he came back and he ended up playing Zod on Smallville, okay. and I could just never get around his accent being used for Zod. I'm just like, you know what? I'm sorry, in my world, Zod's never been Scottish. It's just me. <laughs> or Irish. I'm sorry, I don't know the difference. I apologize. I don't mean to insult anyone. Well, anyway, Von Cleef, thanks for the phone call, man. Yeah. No I'll let, thanks for having me on. No problem. I'll let you go so you can go ahead and continue bashing us on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm Keep kidding, it up. man. It's all, yeah, it's, it's what keeps us honest. All right. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. So, yeah, I, I did watch last week's uh, Sherlock as well, which I just... I thought it was amazing. I thought it was really, really good. It's I'm, you're missing some really well told told stories, sir. Well, I was just gonna say you can. It, it's on BBC America. You can pick that up. No. Okay, uh, that's enough said. That's yeah, all. No, but you can watch, <laughs> you can use Netflix to see the first season. The first season, right? Yeah, because it's like three movies. No, we have to in the states. We have to wait until May to right. uh, see it on PBS as part of because it's it's a I think. If I'm not mistaken, it's a joint venture between BBC and uh, Masterpiece Theater on PBS. So it runs first in Britain, then it's going to run here like around May on PBS. So, but you know, I, like needless to say, shortly after this uh, episode of Netheads wraps up, I'll be watching it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there Enough you said. go. Uh, said. Panic Whore on Twitter. <laughs> Sorry, Great you Twitter just, name. I never knew I was going to wake up and reference Panic Whore. I'm not sure <laughs> if that's a name or a command. Panic Whore. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Mandy, uh, Z Digital's wife, first of all, says, I have a problem with Charlie Day's voice always. And, but, uh, Panic Whore <laughs> brings up Callum Blue played Mason. Yes, it was Callum Blue. That's the character, uh, character's name. Right. Uh, Americo76 says, I had a problem in Smallville when Clark attempted to do a voice for his Blur character. Oh, yeah, that was kind of stupid because he had a little doohickey to kind of digitize his voice. Um, kind I think of, that was one. Kind of like when Batman puts on the mask. No, not like that. Not like that at all. No. <laughs> God, why did you have to bring up the Christian Bale Batman voice? That's, of, of, but I'll be there watching in the night. My daughter, actually, she wanted to watch Batman Begins the other night. Oh, uh-huh. But after the um, Super 8 incident, as I'm referring to it now, I, right. I told her, yeah, we'll probably save that one for daylight, honey. I mean, because really there's nothing that bad in it, but I just don't know how she react to the scarecrow portions. Right. You know what I and mean? That, and, yeah, exactly. And, and it's the same thing. Like, aside from the Joker, you would be able to watch, uh, you know, uh, Black Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, exactly. I mean, my daughter's one of my daughter's favorite movies because, uh, you know, naturally, when they're really young and they don't know what's going on, you can you can put a lot of stuff on. That sounds wrong. Let me finish. <laughs> like, one of her favorite movies that we used to watch was when it first came out on DVD was Spider-Man 2. Oh, okay. But that's because as far as she knew, there was the accident in the lab, and then suddenly Dr. Octopus is at the bank. Because the way the chapters work, I could skip right over oh. when Doc Ock wakes up in the hospital and lays waste to everybody sure. working on him. Okay. So from that standpoint, the movie was okay. But no, <laughs> Batman, you kind of can't work around. No. Especially not Dark Knight. But, you know, 
Yeah, no, yeah, gosh, she, no, not she, at all. Well, actually, that's not true because she has watched it. But, uh, you know, I always – I don't know what other parents do, but I've always been very straightforward with my daughter. I'm just like, you know what? This is entertainment, but it's it's not real. Right. You know, so when the Joker just slammed that pencil into that guy, I said, that's not real, honey. Don't worry about that. Okay. I'm not <laughs> emotionally goes, scarred. You tell that to the man in my closet. <laughs> You're paying for the therapy, buddy. Let me watch whatever you want. <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> and uh, all I'm going to say is if you look at the tweets of that Jose Manuel, 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 I don't know which one. It, he said, if you guys want to catch Sherlock, then there's a link. Oh, I'm not clicking it. <laughs> not now, anyway. <clears throat> anyway. You know, g- going back quickly, uh, just to the, the girl in the fireplace oh, yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I've always kind of seen David Tennant as, you know... Uh, Hasn't been my favorite so far. Right. Until I found out that he actually dated Sophia Miles. Who's Sophia Miles? The girl in the uh, the fireplace? fireplace. Oh, yeah. No, as a matter of fact, but he, he actually just got married and he just had a kid with, uh, and this is going to be kind of weird. Later on, you're going to see an episode called The Doctor's Daughter. Okay. And what happens is, you know, the they TARDIS into some place. That sounds weird. Uh, but they... <laughs> You know, the TARDIS lands, they get out, and next thing you know, they're just, their hands are being forced into these machines where they're getting uh, basically cloned and modified because, you know, it's like some galactic war or something. So these people get copied and they fight, whatever. Mm -hmm. You with me? I am. So, and so, you know, they shove the doctor's hand in this thing. He doesn't know what's going on, and, you know, they take some genetic material, and out comes a full-grown lady. That's, you know, part his DNA, so she's part, you know, Time Lord, whatever. Sure. But the funniest thing is that actress uh, he ended up dating and getting married to. Ooh. Yeah. So, so he married so his, his daughter. No. <laughs> so his dating pool doesn't really get out of work. <laughs> you get that feeling, huh? Kind of, a little bit, which is fine. You know what I mean? Every time that that's happened to me, it's totally came back to shit in my face. Uh-huh. Not literally. Wow. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. Never Awkward. mind. Awkward. Moving on. Uh <laughs> Wow. Squid Jam says, What you say is oh, darn it. There goes that tweet. I always love it when I go to read a tweet and it just scrolls past. But actually, that is a good thing because it means people are taking part in the program. It's true. It's true. Uh, what you say is we can't watch it yet, but we will. And we'll do so when it's appropriate for you and then offer alternatives for movies. Well, there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see now. Von Cleve says callers can't speak to Trent anyway to three-way calls. So caller can interact to Trent. Oh, can maybe. They could, could he not interact? hear you? I don't know. Hold on a second. Let me look at this. This should go here. That should no. They uh, should have heard you. Huh? Yeah. You should have been huh. heard. Yeah. Because you see this in in broadcasting terms, you have to do a mix minus. Anytime you're taking sound from one audio source and you're returning uh, the audio that you're putting out, like Trent can hear me. The reason why he can is because my microphone goes into a mixer. Then an output from my microphone goes into the laptop you're on. But right. You also come in on that same mixer. So what I have to do is I'm mixing you in, but on the return back to the machine you're on, I'm minusing you out of the mix. Oh, okay. And on mine, uh, on my mixer here, you are coming in on the bus four, let's just call it. And the callers come in on seven eight. So what I've done is 
the callers get you don't get returned to you. So I've got you on the FX channel. And they are on the auxiliary channel. So you can hear the callers, right? Am I on right after Louie and uh, right before Wilfred? Yes, exactly. Which, by the way, <laughs> I still can't wait for that to come back. Oh, me neither, man. Uh, and the call... Okay, so you're on the FX channel. So the callers should be able to hear you. I'm sending you to them. Okay. So that's all there is. Take that. Von, Von Cleef uh, also said, now, and I'm going off of his words here, uh, that Tenet's wife is the daughter of the fifth doctor. Yes, that's true. Davidson. So Davidson, right? Yeah. I think so. Peter Davidson, yeah. <laughs> Amy Kim a... says, sound mixer like a world of pure imagination. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think, is her name Mandy? Damn it, I can't believe I'm already forgetting these things. But Z Digital's wife, uh, Z Digital 13's <laughs> wife, Lee's wife, changed her handle to Z Digital 13 wife. <laughs> that's genius so it must have been amanda or something else and i'm just a dick anyway oh he said i couldn't hear trent didn't know he was speaking till uh, heard the delay stream interesting well huh. technology weird. damn you curse you tech curse Isn't you all the hell weird oh okay sorry i just got an update uh um so what were we talking about oh but uh, in the fireplace yeah. Now, the interesting thing about that is there's one certain point where he, in The Girl in the Fireplace, he scans something and he's got a little, whoa, you okay? Yeah, sorry about that, just dropped something in the trash. Okay, uh, and he's examining something and he says, oh, you've had some cowboys up in here. I can't remember what part it is. And uh, later on, when you see Matt Smith, one of the first things he does is he's you know runs a scan on this crack on little Amy's wall. And that's the same. He says the exact same thing. I don't know if if, if it was because Moffat is just fond of that term, or if he wanted to do something to help tie it to David Tennant. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Well, from and and I, I like that. You know what I mean? Just just because it's a new doctor doesn't mean it's a new person. Yeah, exactly. It's not they, new personalities, quirks, and looks, but not a new one altogether. What are you doing over there? Nothing. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> He's just trying to improve the quality of the show, <laughs> at least when you just, listen to it. I'm just drinking forget-me juice. Well, wait a minute, though. We did a conference call with uh, Americo last week, and he could hear you, couldn't he? Yeah, we, talk, we talked just fine. I don't well, know. Well, and that was even with the really bad internet connection. Yeah, that's true. I think we need some confirmation on this. Mm. Let's see if he's talking to his fiance or not. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. It's like, what, two weeks in a row you're asking me? What the hell? He's like, come on, man. I got a life. Yeah, pretty much. And he doesn't even know it's coming because of the nature of uh, broadcasting. We're actually a stream that's being relayed through another stream. So he's not even aware that there's a, del uh, you know, there's a, like a double delay in that case. So he doesn't well, know we're I can calling hear you. You can hear oh, me? Of course. Okay. So Trent, talk. I'm, this is Trent talking. And well, one of these days no, we're going to talk Trent? about Bob Anderson dying. What was that, America? I uh, can't hear him. But, Interesting. But you could hear him last week. Yes, I could hear him last week. I can't hear him now. Well, that is just bizarre. That's weird. Crazy science. It is. It is, it is science, even though you don't know what I'm saying, Americo. Yeah, this is interesting now. You could say anything about Americo you wanted, and he wouldn't know what it is. Oh, Americo, I want to get up in that <laughs> so bad. Okay, and you see, that's just weird, dude. Don't say that. You said anything. <laughs> well, I know, but you don't want to do that kind of thing. That's just off. All right. Okay. Or, or, or so on. Uh, oh, Americo, can I call you right back? Oh, of course, man. Right on, man. All right. Here we go. Caller, who are you? Where are you calling from? This is Alex Tobias, Link669 Twitter. 
Um, I am calling from California. There we go. Get California. We're just going to say it's California, and we'll go off of that. <laughs> L.A. area. Okay. Um, what's going on? I thought you guys are uh, having troubles with you can't hear Trent in the phone? No, I can hear Trent fine. Apparently now the callers can't hear Trent. Alex, Alex, can you hear me? Tell Trent to call. Talk. Alex, Alex, can you hear me? See, he is talking. Yeah. Uh, I can't hear him for no, nothing. Say nothing something else. Alex, Alex, I want your mom to make me some Salvarian pupusas. There you go. He's asking for some pupusas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I, those are really good, by the way. They're delicious. Yes, it is. I have uh, had well, those. They're insanely uh, good. Well, if you come to L.A., I told I told Trent this. If you come to uh, L.A., where I live, I do a podcast, and I had Trent before. Um, you had Trent before, like, <laughs> yes. In what way do you mean, sir? Biblically, and so many ways. He knows so many ways. He's <laughs> oh. been up and down, left and right. <laughs> oh wow, um, this is so bizarre. Yeah, my, my mom, my mom is um, she's Salvadorian, and she has you know the old culture of making pupusas. And my mom makes really great uh, pupusa, which people don't know what pupusa. It's a El Salvador tortilla mixed with a. Meat, uh, ground beef, or cheese. It could be from any kind of order of, of that. Yep. And I, I am aware of that. My, my sister-in-law, uh, is from El Salvador, so. It's, it's like a kick-ass oh, okay, hot pocket. So yeah, oh, okay. yeah it, it's not like a kick-ass hot pocket, Trent. It, but kind of. How yeah, dare yeah. you? Oh, he, he knows. <laughs> he knows. He knows Spanish as well, which is amazing. What it's it's amazing that he knows Spanish? Not really. I mean, he he went to uh, where did you go, Trent? I'm like a relay now, operator relay. Go ahead. <laughs> That's right. Okay, okay. Here's what I want you to tell Alex, Will, and I want you to say it in this kind of voice. <laughs> okay. Um. How? But why do you know how to speak Spanish so well, Trent? Oh, um. I spent some time in Brazil. Uh, which is Portuguese speaking, um, but they're they're really similar. And so when I came back and started my studies, I uh, minored in Spanish and Portuguese. Oh, okay. So it's oh well, right on, man. Yeah. So there we go. So that's how. Well, anyway, Alex, thanks for the call. I don't know why this is happening, but I'm not going to sweat it too much. Yeah, I I, um, I couldn't hear nothing with Trent, so let you guys know there's something's going on. It's voodoo. It, yeah, you know, I blame I blame Alex. I, you should blame Alex, Trent. How dare you? Oh, and, and let everybody know, let everybody know where your podcast is, man. It is um, uh, Future Retro Podcast. We talk gaming cultures and uh, weird news sometimes. And I had get uh, my guest was uh, Trent. This podcast it was a two part. And where where can they find it? Uh, you go to futureretro.weebly.com. There you go. And uh, Trent, Trent will follow up with that on the uh, on the Twitter, right, Trent? Yeah, yeah, I'll post it up there. Very good. Alrighty, sir. Thank you very much for your call. Yeah, no problem, man, guys. Peace Thank out. You. Oh, I said peace out again. Damn it! <laughs> you you're, know, it's funny. Um, you're not supposed to do that. Well, you know what? You can be in, you can be in touch with the with the kids. You can say the peace out. That's not in touch. That's being a douche. Maybe you're doing it ironically. Okay, wait a minute. So I said the audio is going back to you on this. So if I pull this out, suddenly Trent can't hear me, and then I plug this in and Trent can't hear me, right? I can hear you just fine. Okay, did you hear a break in that at all? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you said uh, pull out, and then it got real quiet. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, <laughs> hi, Amy. Welcome. You want to talk to me and not hear Trent? Sure, why not? 
<laughs> Amy, can you hear me? Amy can't hear you. <sighs> See, the thing is, I can pull up the uh, I can pull up the options of this. I'm sure everybody loves listening to tech support. And when you when you speak, Trent, and I'm quiet, I don't see the the audio meter move. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. Wait a, a second. second. Hold on. Wait Does a this count as a meltdown? Uh, not really. Go ahead and talk, Trent. Um, Amy, does this Who's count as a meltdown? I smelt can down? hear you. Whoa! There we go. It was the wrong USB device. People were hearing me because I was talking in the room. They were hearing me through the laptop's microphone. Oh, that had nothing to do with you putting things in and out of the TARDIS. No, it had nothing to do with the TARDIS. <laughs> putting things in and out of the TARDIS just sounds wrong. Well, you know, sometimes it's the only way to get things done. <laughs> Man. Okay, well, look, we got that troubleshooted real quick. Troubleshooted? Really? Gosh. I'm sorry, everyone. I have no tech credit all anymore. Not anymore at all. Hey, well, uh, by all you the... really needed was a woman on the line to, you know, help you get your brain in order. Oh, is that what it was? I think so. Well, I don't know about that. She aligns our chakra. My wife aligns my chakra. <laughs> and you know what? I, just... <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble with Mrs. Nethead. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a line you want to cross. Uh, so, Amy, do you have any opinion on this whole SOPA business? Because that's the topic I was going to go to next before I got all distracted with audio. Well, I, I hate to, to tell you this, but I don't know a whole lot about this SOPA business. So, do you know a lot of the SOPA I mean, business now that people can hear you? Yeah, I, I love SOPA Pias. They're one of my favorite uh, Mexican uh, treats. No, 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 no. The Stop Online Piracy Act. Oh yes, yes. I uh, well, I, at least I know what um, has been posted on certain internet sites, piratebay.org. Um, what they've said about it. And what have they said about it? It's just horseshit, more or less. And we're pretty much forfeiting um, any privacy that we want or will ever have on the internet. I'm sorry. Uh, privacy. Yeah, I like. Uh, I've been I've been watching Doctor Who. I they say privacy. Privacy. Schedule. Uh-huh. Okay, good. Alu- aluminium. Aluminium. That's my favorite. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> okay. So here's the, here's the basic gist of it. Okay. And I don't understand why anybody would be behind this. I, GoDaddy was one of them. And like, so they were, uh, there were people online that were like, Hey, you know, if you've got your domains registered with GoDaddy, then transfer them over to another, uh, registrar. Well, and, and then GoDaddy had a huge, you know, fall back and say, oh, no, 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 never mind, we don't support it anymore. Yeah, exactly. Well, a lot of people have been backing off on it, and even now, like, I don't know if this is true. I've just seen articles referencing that, like, Facebook and Google and, like, are saying that they will um, go dark in yeah, protest they'll do a blackout of this. Day. Uh, I don't know if that's true. Like I said, I haven't looked into this. But what I believe, what I believe the Software Online Piracy Act, also known as SOPA, is, it's basically this. Um, with just... One complaint, for example, uh, radioaskew.com could be pulled off of the internet and blocked from anyone accessing it if it were, you know, hosting what somebody says is their intellectual property. Right. Okay. That's what it boils down to in a nutshell. So just imagine, and, and by the way, they're not going to notify you. They're not going to contact you. They're not even going to warn you. That's just it. So not only are they going to pull your site down, but then they're also going to block anyone from ever getting to you, even if you get restored. So I don't know about that. But that's the gist of it. 
So, you know, because that way, you know, they can shut everybody down if, you know, they're they're dealing in copyrighted materials. That I get. That I understand. Uh, right. but, but that level of severity isn't good. No, gosh, no. no. It's, I, I mean, I don't know if that level of severity is enforceable. Yeah. Like you've got to have a whole bunch of people in a whole bunch of places. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, too. They're not, even though this is a U.S. law that's being discussed, they're talking about trying to enforce it internationally, which you can't right. do. No. You can't. So, but that's where the blocking comes in. It's like, okay, well, we can't pull down their site, but we can do this. Routers across America all suddenly, or DNS, domain name server, you know, they used to suddenly block all the, it's just, it's, it's bad. It's not good. I mean, but don't get me wrong. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not advocating for online piracy at all. No. You know, as I, you know, as a matter of fact, I, the way my life is going, you know, uh, unless apparently it's British television, I, you know, (laughs) I always go through legitimate venues. Well, and, and, and by the way, aren't, aren't the big, you know, networks, movie studios, things like that, don't they already devote a lot of their time and resources to making sure that things get pulled off of YouTube, for example? Yeah. Or, or, yeah. Yes, they do. They do that. And they also, they do other things like, um, you know, there's actually an independent company that what it will do is it will, uh, like, let's say HBO, uh, wants to make sure that all of their original programming is only available through HBO. So they want to make sure that nobody is pirating, um, Entourage because we all love to steal douchery. And <laughs> so what they will do is there's an independent company. I can't remember the name of it, but let's say they sign on HBO as a client. They will actually, just like everybody else goes through to find episodes of Entourage online. They will do that, and then they will look to who they can get the files from. Because the way BitTorrent works is the files are hosted amongst several machines, whether they're personal machines or a server or what have you, somewhere. And everybody kind of draws from multiple sources to to then get their own version of that file. And the idea behind it is once you have it, you're also equally sharing it, thus you know making it a larger pool to draw from so it's faster and more accessible. So when they do that and they start to capture it from you, they trace you back and they get your information to try and shut you down. Okay? So like let's say I download an entourage because I just got to know what's happening with E. I I have to and I can't (laughs) wait for the DVD. Whatever. And it's sitting on my machine. Well, then my IP address would get flagged and then they would you know report it to my internet service provider who then would either give me a warning or cut me off. One or the other, right? And I have had friends who have been contacted by Comcast telling them to remove whatever they downloaded within X amount of days of from their uh, device. Yeah. And and I think if you get a second warning, that's your last. Yeah. At least for Comcast. So I guess my question is, because all of these avenues already exist, what it might, all right, then my opinion is that SOPA would just throw a huge wrench into the works and let, frankly, any douchebag who thinks their material is somewhere, like, for example, on a message board that they have a vendetta against or whatever, yeah, to report that and have it shut down. And Well, and- my, my guess is 
uh, the, those who would have an influence would be those who are giving money to certain lobbyists who can get the attention of certain people mm-hmm. as to which media is going to be, you know, top priority or not. You know what? Let's actually take it another step and let's just look at what's really going on here. How about instead of worrying about software online piracy, let's get the country in fucking order. Let's do oh. that. Absolutely. Let's focus on that. Let's get Americans jobs. Let's get the economy revitalized. Let's focus our opportunities on this instead right. of instead and, of and, and that was kind of my point before Will. The people that have jobs doing that already are going to essentially lose them under an act like this. Uh-huh. So it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't it, it I don't see that there's this overwhelming need you know why this is why what's why the status quo is so damaging already yeah it's not there's enough out there you guys can protect it because you know what it doesn't once you come up with a way to come back never mind i'm sorry i'm just i I got frustrated now because seriously there are more important things in this country to worry about that that's and, and software online piracy just because you know what? No matter what, how long has it been that there have been bootleg versions of movies available on the streets of New York? And they will always be there. Right. So, you know, yeah. and China's always going to, I'm just saying, there's other and more important things to worry about than this. Yep, well, absolutely. And, and the thing about it is, is some places are getting hip to the bit torrents and everything else. And <clears throat> I saw something online the other day. Um, there was a picture of a, a movie theater marquee that said something like torrents are, are endangering the, the cinema as a whole. And frankly, when you think about it, it's not the torrents that are endangering it. It's technology in general that is endangering it. People don't want to pay ten, pay ten dollars plus the cost of a sitter and drive and pay to park to sit in a theater. When they can wait three months and watch it from their living room through their cable provider or through Netflix or through any of the other avenues that have been legally created to do that. Yeah, exactly. Especially, yep. I have a 62-inch television. I got a surround sound system. I'm not exactly – I wanted to do something nice for my daughter, so I I knuckled down and we went to go see uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks Chipwreck today, okay? I'm sorry. I am sorry, Will. Oh, you're you're a wonderful father. Yeah, tell me about it. Uh, so we went to go do that. But, you know, uh, other things, I, I'm more than willing to wait to watch them at home. I don't, I'm okay with it. And it's so, you're right. It's the technology that is interfering. It is, I mean, and look at it. I'm not, like you said, three months. I'm not going to have to worry. Uh, Green Lantern came and went. Suddenly, boom, it's on home video. Now I can finally check it out. It's, it's the actual venues themselves that have screwed themselves over. It, exactly. The quality at home is now too high, and the cost is too high. I mean, actually, I think the only time I've heard of a reasonable theater price was when I was talking about Trent about the theaters in his area. Yeah, it's true. I still paid twenty three fifty to go see that movie today. My wife, my daughter, oh. and I. Twenty three fifty. That's How, ridiculous. If I waited just what five months, one dollar at a red box stand, one dollar. Yep. Yep. And it's a hard economic time. So again, don't worry about the piracy. Get the jobs back in order. People will want to spend money. Then your cineplexes will be able to stay open and maybe people will actually start going. Come on. 
abs- absolutely couldn't agree with you more. That and uh, for for any studio that's bitching about the the low numbers in there, stop releasing your shit in 3D. More people can afford the all you know the already extremely outrageous prices. Yeah. Used to be that you only got screwed at the concession stand. The ticket prices were bearable. Right, yeah. That was, you know, you'd sneak something in. Now it's not even worth going. Nope. It's not. Anyway, Amy. Oh, go ahead. Even the second run theaters. I used to love going to a second run theater. I don't know of one that exists anymore. Yeah, there was only one in our area and it's gone. That was awesome. Buck 50 for a double feature. Oh. Yeah. Or as some parents used to call it, the babysitter. What's playing? Well, yeah. Drop the kids off there for six hours. <laughs> oh, I grew up, the town I grew up in in Connecticut, I actually worked once I was old enough at the ice cream store next to the $2 theater. Uh huh. And that, and, and that theater was there until, well, a little beyond when I graduated from college. So at least until the mid nineties, but then it went away and I don't even know what they did with the real estate. Yeah. And all of, well, and that's the thing. All of them. Uh, there, it used to be that the, there were a few movie theaters in this area. And once the first megaplex hit, they became second runs and now they're both owned by churches. <laughs> and they, and they just hold, uh, you know, Sunday uh, worship. meetings in there. Sunday worship. That's it. Wow. Well, and whatever. Wow. Well, what hey, you know what? I, I would go to church if I could get some of that nice theater popcorn. There you go. Is that, is a concession stand come with that? Oh. <laughs> Can I get free refills on the extra-large combo? Sunday worship, buddy. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Of course, it's a little weird when the collection plate is the big old tub, you know, the the popcorn bucket. Here you go. It's all buttery. <laughs> I do I do want to change the subject real quick and tell you guys that I thought of you both this evening um, and several evenings ago. But I've been I've been catching up on Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Um. Our our friend Gustavo from Breaking Bad is in Once Upon a Time. Okay, hold on a second. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, Gus. Gus is. He's he's the he's the mirror. Yeah. Is he just as damned creepy as he is in Breaking Bad? No. Well, no, no, not at all. In fact, he looks like a shadow of his former Gus self on, well, in Once Upon a Time. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. The other day, one of the things I got obsessed with was uh, finally seeing the usual suspects again. And, oh. and he was in that movie as well. He's the he's the guy that's down at the pier when you know following up on the boat accident, and then he discovers the guy in the hospital that you know has seen Geyser Soze. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I haven't seen that in forever, but you're exactly right. Well, that's the thing about him. He's one of those actors that's just a, an amazing character actor. He's just he he takes on a role and he blends in. Like on Once Upon a Time, the first time we see him and he's not in the mirror, he's jovial and 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 personable and you're like that same guy creeped the shit out of me for an entire season of breaking bad how is that possible but he's just an amazing actor yeah yep but he is there well you know the show's got a pretty decent pedigree it's got a lot of it's got the the youngest wife from uh uh big love that's how I, the one who played Marjean. I don't know the actress's <laughs> name. Right. Yeah, I, her name's not coming to me as well, but yeah, that's her. Jennifer yeah, Godwin? Yeah, I Is that know. it? I have no idea. You're asking me to confirm that which I do not know. Well. But yeah, Gus is in it. Uh, the only thing, uh, the only weak point of that whole show for me is the kid. <laughs> and he's kind of pivotal. Yeah. He's the one that brought the uh, antagonist back. What are you going to do? Anyway, I mean, thanks a lot for your call. I really appreciate it. 
No problem. Thanks, you guys. I'm, I'm glad you can one. hear me finally. Yeah. Yay. It's the simple things in life. <laughs> have a good one. Simple things. <laughs> like, well, like hearing me laugh. With, That's with, with com- awesome. Well, with computers, it's it's always just one. It's just like the goddamn Xbox thing. It's always one stupid little thing. Right. Yeah. Just turn it off and turn it back on. But, you know, that that tells people about how loud I am when I do this show because, uh, you know, I'm about to we're going to get Americo again real quick just because I, I interrupted the guy in doing whatever he's doing. So we may as well follow up on that. I said I'd call back. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm sure we're going to say, so America, how did I sound before I did the switch and how did I sound after now? Um, well, uh, you sound almost the same. I, you, you sound a little lower, but just about the same. I can raise you on my mic. See, I'm that freaking loud. <laughs> oh, no, I can hear you fine. Yeah. I'm that freaking loud because, <laughs> because, you know, it's just, it, you were hearing me before on the netbook microphone that's like, what is that? That's that's three feet away. Well, two and a half feet, maybe three away from me. And you're worried about waking your daughter up with the TARDIS? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's she's not asleep right now, sir. It's only 723 my time. Anyway, America, because we screwed up your evening calling you before, I thought I would uh, finish up by apologizing. No, no, I've been listening to you guys. You didn't screw up my evening. I actually set a time, uh, set a set a part of time for this to listen to you guys. You we know, light up candles and everything and lower the lights and just and sit know. in the tub. <laughs> I don't blame you. That's awesome. <laughs> no, actually, but that's the biggest compliment. That's the one thing I just, I cannot, I cannot, I still can't grasp with the fact that for some people, we are appointment radio. Indeed. We are something that people actually, oh, it's almost this time. I've got to be on my computer. I got to be on my mobile, whatever it is to listen to us. It's, you it's, know, it's like the, the old timey, uh, you know, we're going to play the shadow tonight. Yeah, exactly. Just gather around the radio and everything. Uh-huh. And listen you know, to the. The only thing that this tells me, of course, uh, upon reflection, is really we should strive to do better, Trent. <laughs> and give out decoder rings as well. Yes. Uh, Drink more Ovaltine. Well, I think eating on air is should be embraced by all media. I, I would agree. love to see Anderson Cooper sit down with a <laughs> Philly steak and cheese Sorry. and munch on it while he's talking to, you know. My wife just tweeted, you are loud. I can hear you yelling downstairs. <laughs> I'm curious on what Howard Stern's potatoes taste like every day. I just want to right. know. Right. Like, what? what is he drizzling in his potatoes? Yeah. Exactly. And I got to tell you all about my potato today. I mean, the yeah. man must have, like, three or four different kinds of potatoes. You know, oh, and, and by the way, in my defense, I had not eaten since breakfast. So, you know, I'm sorry. I'm unprofessional. It's who I am. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I got to know the type of potato you were eating. And, and you're all... Plus it twice big. There you go. Ooh, well, even twice big. Like I said, it was a makeshift twice big. That just means I threw the basically threw the butter in, a little bit of milk, and we didn't have much else, so I just threw some Parmesan cheese. It, basically, it's like you're mashing... You're making mashed potatoes in a skin, really. Well, that's more than what I do. I just put it in the microwave twice and call it twice big. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to get... I just wanted to make sure it would be a potato my daughter would eat. She oh. doesn't. She's she not a big potato fan. She doesn't like the baked. She doesn't like the baked potatoes. I don't know huh. why. My nephew uh, doesn't like cheese, but for what? some reason doesn't associate cheese with pizza. Whoa, that's weird. It's it's but, so but, weird. I, I, I'm guessing he'll eat melted cheese though in in any of its forms. No, he, like if you put it in a sandwich, he'll know it's cheese. And but for some reason, pizza doesn't process cheese in his brain, and so he likes pizza. It's just the, I don't know, kid, you know, four years old growing up to be weird. 
You know, so, right. but ki- with the way kids are, they just get fixated on something. You know what I mean? They just, yeah. it's just, they, my, my nephew used to hate mushrooms. And when he first walked in the house, we had like a little gathering on the 30th here. Uh, you know, it uh, doesn't matter why. And, and I made stuffed mushrooms and he's like, I love mushrooms. And he saw those and like, what are those? I said, stuffed mushrooms. Like, Blah. you know, <laughs> but I told him, I said, you know what? The stuff on the inside, really, it's just cheese and more mushroom. He's like, oh, and he was sold on it. So, you know, they just, they get something in their heads and that's it. And you said, you know, wait till you get to college. You're going to find a whole nother appreciation for mushrooms. <laughs> I didn't you get to know all about the mushrooms. I said no such thing. <laughs> How dare you? They does, they're just not for Smurfs anymore, kids. Oh, gosh. Gosh, no. Oh, Lee's wife just said, no need to listen online when you can hear half the conversation through the floor. <laughs> God, I really am loud, aren't I? Oh, well. That's it. So, yeah, uh, SOPA, bad. Now, Trent, uh, Americo, you actually just said on it's nothing but a violation of First Amendment rights. Oh, absolutely. It, it's a joke. It is a complete and total joke. I mean... I don't see this passing at all. I just see it as a throw as a face is, hey, look, you know, let's make some noise over here because it's a complete violation of First Amendment rights. It's it's you know, it's basically cutting free speech. There's no way around it. It's that's what it's doing. Yeah. Like, for example, you have a blog and all I have to say is that if I don't like the words that you're saying, all I have to say is that, oh, his site has I don't know what the qualifier would be. But, you know, we could say, oh, his site has illegal content or I could just say you have my content. You wrote what you wrote actually was mine. You plagiarized it and boom, you're out. Exactly. It would be just as simple as that and then blocked or, you know, whatever content. If I have an opinion about something blocked, just just as simple as that. That's basically what SOPA does. It, it sounds straight up China with internet politics. Yeah, it has nothing to do with uh, with piracy. It really does it because piracy will always be there. It, it's well, been there since pirates and before pirates, you know? <laughs> Back when they didn't know what to call it. Exactly. It was just pirates rocking around. But no, seriously, I mean, people have been bootlegging since bootlegging. I mean, God, it's... It just makes it makes complete. Uh, sorry, it makes no sense whatsoever to try and say, "Hey, let's put a huge stop to this," because it, it, you're not going to be able to. You'll never be able to, especially you know if uh, if you if it's something about movies or if you want to use tech to try to keep people from uh, pirating a movie. There's always going to be a way around it. You know, they said right. the PS3 was like almost un uh, uh, you know unhackable. Some dude hacked it like within a week or something like that. Yeah, they yeah. hacked the whole. Well, not only that, they brought down the whole network. Brought down the whole PSN. Yeah, I mean that that was going a little too far, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's 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 piracy, and then there's just like attacking. You know, I mean, there's, right. And I heard they were actually going after Sony. Uh, you know, uh, anonymous the, yeah. the big group. Actually, I, I don't know why we're all worried because anonymous exists. And, you know, when it comes down to it, they'll block them and anonymous will just go ahead and reopen everything. Uh, my, my thing is, is that <laughs> if it ever came to pass, you know, hackers around the way, it would be the hackers movie, hackers of the world unite. It would just take down whatever SOPA is trying to do on it. It would break down the barriers. To me, I've always seen it as, uh, I've seen the internet as a huge library. You go in there. You retake whatever you you want as far as information in your brain. When you walk out, you don't owe them for the books you just read. You walked out with information. To me, the internet's the same way. You go right. in there, you take, informa- take information, and you just you, you go out. Now, 
I can understand people trying to make money off that. That's wrong. I've always thought that you know, when it comes to piracy, when people download a movie and then sell them for like four bucks off, of, you know, some that's always I've always found that wrong. You know, out the back but, of someone's truck. Yeah, exactly. You know, I've always found that to be the wrong thing to do. You know, um, to me, it's for people who can't afford it. You know, who can't afford to pay thirty dollars for the four or forty dollars for the you know blu-ray or the special edition or whatnot and they just want to watch a movie and they watch it and they're like okay this was good maybe i'll get it or maybe i won't you know it's well, well no think about it that's exactly what a library is you can get movies uh books on tape all types of media at a library it's the exact same thing you go you listen to it you take it back for someone else Ah, ha, ha, ha. interesting point. Here's another scenario I want to map out. Let's just, it's a bit theoretical, but work with me on this, okay? Let's say, uh, I download, I illegally download the movie The Incredibles because I didn't get to see it when it was in the theater and it's not out on video yet, right? Right. Uh-huh. It's a crappy quality, but I still watch it. I think it's an interesting movie. A few months later, it comes out on DVD and I buy it. Where's the loss? Exactly. Right. Yeah, I I have to say that there's been so many movies that I didn't give it a chance and I've seen it without purchasing the DVD. But then after watching, okay, perfect example, uh, Louie never caught it the first season, uh, on, uh, when it was on an effects, uh, just cause I never got around to it, you know, timing and everything. Caught the first first couple of episodes. I'm like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen on TV. Went, directly to go get the blu-ray had to because it was just amazing and the show was just incredible and i've always done that with shows or any movies that i've absolutely just fallen in love with that never got the chance i never got the chance to see it in the theatrical one there you go and that's my case that's that's my big point that's my take on it that's my angle on it it came into my head when uh, we were talking to amy as well when it comes right down to it if the content is good people will put out money for it Absolutely. Plain and simple. I mean, uh, case in point, Kevin Smith has been watching all these directorial screeners, right? Or, or press screeners or the, the academy screamer, screeners, whatever you call them. When he sees one that he really enjoys, he goes online and buys a ticket for the movie that he's not even going to go see. Cause he appreciated what it was. The content was so good. He provided for it. Sure. In fact, in fact, Louis C.K. did, uh, that really amazing thing where he offered his, his, uh, that special that he did for five bucks online. Yep. And he basically said, look, you know, pay five bucks if you want to check it out and then put it on whatever media you want to do it. You know, put it on anything. And he, and I think he made a hell of a lot of money just doing that. Um, and basically showing people was like, look, if the content's good, people will buy it. Well, and, and, only, and, and he also did it at a good price point too, though. I mean, yeah, five, five bucks. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, would you rather, would you rather sell a hundred thousand DVDs to people at $20 a piece or would you like to sell it to a million at $2 a piece? Exactly. You know, well, and it, I think that's where I, I honestly think the industry is seeing a, a huge model breakdown. That's why they're going out of their way to charge ridiculous amounts, uh, for like, especially films and, and theaters, you know, like the 3Ds, but you know, or the, uh, or the extreme digital theaters, you know, they're charging you two, three dollars for a foot more of screen space, you know, and it's, it's ridiculous because they, I think they're doing it on purpose because they see that people would rather stay home and watch the movie at home than to go out in the theater and pay ridiculous amounts of money. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just I, – I think it's sad that a lot of these studios, if as far as piracy goes, 
pick the most obscure, idiotic places to, to make a stand or to, or to make an example. It's like the guy in New York from the Bronx who uploaded X-Men Origins. Um, uploaded it a month before it came out. It was shut down within a day. And um, on what the, the 19th of December, he just was sentenced to a year in federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison. Oh, that was uh, Wolverine, right? Wasn't it? Yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah uh-huh. Wolverine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a little harsh, I think. For the, Oh, absolutely. For the, it, it was up know, for less than a day before it was shut down. Um, and he's he's going to a full-on federal prison. And, and, and they're, they have an estimate, you know, of, oh, well, that, that, you know, upload alone for as long as it was up cost us, you know, $22 million in lost revenue. It's bullshit. <laughs> it's the fact that it was a crappy movie. That's what cost yes. all that money. And, the, well, up, I, and I, the upload was shitty too. It was, it was like before all the edits had even been, it was a, it was a work print copy. Well, yeah, yeah. but the, one of the things they tried to, um, state, which <laughs> maybe true, was just that people got, their hands on it and they're like, wow, this screener is real crap. Or the, the quality of the movie is real crap. So they're saying that potentially also hurt ticket sales. That sounds like a problem with the fucking production level. <laughs> Once again, all I'm saying is if the content is good, you don't have as much of a worry. Well, and that brings up, that takes us right back to SOPA. So does that mean that when, you know, um, a, a film critic gets on there and, and talks about the plot of a movie and says it's a terrible movie, are they going to get on there and say, oh, well, well, he went back and, you know, gave the, the whole plot to our movie. Now no one's going to go see it. He, his site must be blocked from now on because he was using our intellectual property. They potentially could. Right. Yeah. It's just criminal. I mean, they, it's a, one person's opinion on a film. It does, you know, everybody's a critic nowadays. Everybody has a blog. Everybody, you know, they, they can say what they want about a particular movie, you know, if, and if they're going to, you know, emphasize you know that reason to to start blocking people they're just going to block everybody right who has a, a blog <laughs> sorry i love this uh von cleve says why are you here i killed a guy you i released him over early <laughs> <laughs> essentially <It's>, yeah <laughs> you can imagine if they if they put him in shawshank prison yeah. in the same in the same respect. Well, i was just gonna say they about this guy i mean he obviously knows how to use the internet he's not gonna do well in prison <laughs> uh router ninja says and how many copies of the phantom menace got leaked nerd still waited in line did it sure wow i wasn't aware of that i i didn't even know that but i was it, well, there it was day. it was it was leaked hard copy Whoa. Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't even know that. But even still, I went first day to go watch that movie because it was, you know, Phantom and I, I have bad memories about it. Now, oh, but. by the way, speaking of which, one of the previews before, uh, Chipwreck today, guys, don't forget in February, February 12th, uh, uh, the Phantom Menace in 3D. Well, see, I, uh, I, what I wanted to do with this film was I was just going to, um, doctor it up a little bit and then, um, re-release it for a, a new audience. Mm. I've always wanted make, the pod race in 3D. Ever since I was a little child. Oh man, I've been and writing Phantom since I was 12. And um, my the the dump trucks have only been coming twice a day with with the loads of money. And so I why I does need George that. Lucas sound like Kermit the Frog <laughs> after a beatdown? <laughs> wow, that's. <laughs> I, I, by the, I mean, you know, ladies, you can't polish a turd, but this movie is, I'll say this again, and I'll, I'll tell you, uh, the movie wasn't made for us. Uh-uh. The Phantom Menace was made for kids, and I am, I'm tempted, 
I am actually tempted to take my daughter to it because you know, it's made even, for her and it, it, it will get me to the eventual point of showing her a new hope. Starter with new hope. Starter with new hope. What were you saying, America? I'm saying even the kids who watched that movie, even the kids who saw it back then and were like, what is this? You know? Not true. Not true. My nephews love it. Really? Love it. And even though I think they actually got hooked in on the Clone Wars first before anything else. Oh, yeah. The robots. Oh, right. If you show enough robots on screen, you know, somebody's going to dig the hell out of it. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I know I should start her off with a new hope and just go from there, but. You really should, man. Like this is the star. This is Star Wars the way we knew it. And watch, she'll watch it. Like I'm, I'm telling you, that will get the 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 Emily review of Daddy's is almost done. <laughs> I'm willing to bet. Which, by the way, brings me to a, a point I don't think I've ever discussed here on the show. But I, I don't know if you've ever run a comparison. Please don't hate on me for this. But the weakest of the movies uh, of the trilogy, in my opinion, was A New Hope. And when you look at its structure against the way Phantom Menace unrolled, the two are kind of similar. Oh, they're they're completely similar. They're basically, you know, written exactly the same way. I I completely agree. Yeah. So you can, you know, there, except I, except there's a protagonist in A New Hope. That's true. You nobody knows who the protagonist is in um because uh, it makes no sense. It makes no it sense. Makes okay, wait none a minute. At all. So. <laughs> So behind the scenes, Palpatine is manipulating everything, but they don't want the Naboo to be able to trade. So he says to <laughs> to Jedi to kill the Jedi's because uh, I don't get it. But in the end, I don't know. Maybe there's something <laughs> about the dark side of the Force that doesn't let you necessarily see the future, but just makes you realize how you can make your plans work in the most complex and nonsensical way possible. <laughs> I think they just really hated Gungans. I guess. I honestly just wanted the Gungan race off. Killed them Mies- all. going to make a terrible movie. Boy, Trent is just like the rich little of Nedheads tonight. <laughs> oh. They're like, we've got to get rid of the Gungans. We're tired of them. That's the other thing that's also embarrassing about Phantom Menace. It's just like, George, seriously, you don't... I know, are you maybe a little racist, pal? Because really, <laughs> it's not coming across very well, sir. You're just, I'm not sure about this at all. It's like he tried to go, I don't know, there's somewhere there's a Jamaican stereotype race that he really got in the back of his head that he wanted to do one day. I don't know. Oh, they even worse, all the Federation, or the Trade Federation yeah. guys. Oh, like God, straight up yeah. Asian accent. Yeah, look, look out for the oppressing Asians. I was expecting Godzilla to come out at any moment, oh. honestly. It was just that badly oh, cliche. Oh, just burn it all, burn it all. <laughs> I do have to say though, I, I mean, as as much as I rag on the Phantom Menace, and I, I I will rag on the the prequels, they they're not that great. But as much as I ragged on the Phantom Menace, I still get a little tingly when I see the uh, Darth Maul versus you know uh, Obi Wan scene, Obi Wan and Qui Gon scene. I, I, it's a really well done Jedi scene that I wish the whole movie would have been just about that just that's just because it was the only good scene out of the whole damn movie exactly you know <laughs> I, I and, the, and that. the problem about that is it's like uh, it's it it's it's interrupted it's 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 lightsaber is interrupt us with the freaking jake lloyd's oh lord yep <laughs> that poor kid man <laughs> it just exploded no oh just he oh god oh it makes no sense i'm sorry just oh yeah. 
It was like this was this this was supposed to be the key pivotal scene that that Obi Wan met you know uh met Anakin when he was a a, a space pilot, and like really you, you're 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 setting up this kid to be the space pilot that saves the world. He accidentally flew in that thing. He didn't mean Whoa, to. Look no, what I can man, do. that was no, that was the midichlorians working without it, and that's the other. <laughs> Big, uh, big thing. Midichlorians. Oh, Come the on. Man. It's like, Just... okay, wait a minute. So before you had this, uh, almost Taoistic religious belief that allowed people to tap into this, this natural energy all around us. So that way, you know, there was the potential, you know, or, or this mysterious force was also somehow choosing people, but now you're going to bring it down to microbes in my blood. Okay. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for a genius reveal by Lucas to say that. It was actually R2-D2 who set the entire thing in motion. He's been there since the beginning, and he'll be there to the end. It was all him. He has his R2- plan and his little beeps. He, he was boots. the creator. He <laughs> was actually – midichlorians, he makes he, them. He is full yeah. of midichlorians. He's the midichlorians injector. Oh, he, he's like a midichlorian dumpster. You know, He looks like a trash can, so he's just full of that shit. <laughs> um, if you haven't ever seen it – I just posted uh, with the hashtag NetHeads how to talk to your kids about Star Wars PSA. Um, if if you honestly, if you've never seen this, it's hilarious. It talks about you know basically how you you can let your kids watch A New Hope, but just you never want them to see any of the prequels. Man, make I'll sure have to check to, it out. I have to check that out. Yeah, make sure to check it out. <laughs> I, if there's any one thing I could do uh, in going back in time, it would be to win a winning lottery ticket. Uh, but the other thing I would do would be to go back and tell George Lucas, hey, look, buddy. Oh, by the way, that's another stupid thing in The Phantom Menace. The story is starting, so why do you need a crawl? Okay? <laughs> oh, right. The, the crawl in the beginning, you don't need that. Open it up. Let us find out what's going on. This is the first installment. Because now, technically, he's going to be coming up with prequel prequels. Right? There's going to be dot oh oh one dot oh oh two. Oh hell! Oh, you're kidding. Is there a prequel? Prequel? Don't tell me that. No, but there, there's oh. the potential. <laughs> but if I could go back in time, I would just tell him, "Hey, George, that whole you know episode four thing. Don't do that. Just you know, it's called one. You don't need any prequels, buddy." It, it, nobody wanted to see Darth Vader as a kid. That bottom line. Nobody wanted to see that. You know, that was just ridiculous. Well, and the other problem about it was, is it, you know, at the point where you see Jake Lloyd, even though I'm not a great gauge on children's age, that still looked like he was eight and Padme felt 16. It oh, was. It was completely not cool. Yeah. So the fact that in theory in the next movie, they're going to start hooking up, you know, it, which really makes it even creepier because then, so let's say she's 26 and he is that, that awkward hormonal, uh, 18 now. Yeah. You know, it just makes his character even more creepy. Oh, <laughs> so, and, and I tell you that the first time we see Christian, um, Hayden, it is really creepy. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> Those aren't my movies. That's all we can say. I bet you we can, uh, leave it off at that because it yes, really. Agreed. All we're doing now is we're just having just just geek just, rant. That's we're just all it beating is. a dead Gungan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Me so gonna which, die, sir. Which, <laughs> which I assume they're all dead because you don't see any mention of there's there's no CG'd Gungan hanging out on the Death Star with Vader. You know. You oh, don't see I'm sure that's a future re-release. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Star, yeah, we'll put Star it in Wars: there. The Entire Saga, the Gungan <laughs> Edition. Mm-hmm. He knew Annie before he was Darth Vader. Oh Lord! <laughs> oh, actually, the one thing though, I, I think the um, the best take on Jar Jar uh, that I ever saw was on one of the Robot Chicken uh, specials. 
<laughs> where it turns out like he was Jar Jar was the mastermind behind everything. <laughs> I I remember that. I was, I, was, I think it was, was I think it was the last one, or at least the one that was done in a um. It was done from Palpatine's perspective in in a same um, method as um. Oh gosh, the movie with uh, Kevin Spacey. I can't remember it now. Wait, what? American Beauty? Thank you. It was told American Beauty style. Ah. You know what I mean? Oh. And in the very end, you know, like, that's one of the things. It's revealed that Jar Jar was actually doing all of this as a revenge for um, the Emperor, you know, building his uh, dream palace and killing off the uh, Gungan <laughs> breeding grounds or something. <laughs> something along those lines. But boy, that really was not even worth the breath that I just used to explain it. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Uh, speaking of a dead Gungan, it's time to go. Yep. Sound by Nation has been chomping at our heels. Oh, yes. So, uh, until next time, everybody, my name is Will. Hello. Oh, and uh, my name's Trent. I what just happened, went dude? retarded. He's just like, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I, I shit my pants. I'm sorry. Apparently, <laughs> this is going to be a running thing now. Every show, somebody's going to be screwing Someone's up the clothes. Someone's going to do it. It'll be awesome when you forget to do it, though, and we just sit there in silence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will, are you going to say anything? That's what's in the show, Will. Put down the fork and finish the show. <laughs> be, a, be a good boy and finish the show. Okay, let's try I this like again. I taters. Now it's just three guys on mic going, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> This is it, everybody. My name is Will. My name is Trent. And that guy's America, and you've been listening to another edition of NetHeads on Smodcast Internet Radio. At Smodcast.com. NetHeads. NetHeads. File transfer. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.